It looks like consumers are becoming more optimistic about inflation next year, but it comes as more and more Americans are struggling to keep their finances afloat. Plus, how a bad memory made one man a lottery millionaire. Your market moment starts now. Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment, where we provide financial information on topics such as investing, insurance, financial planning, and everything related to your money. A quick reminder that the hosts of the show are employees of Mach 1 Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and nothing said in the show should be taken as investment advice. Employees and clients of Mach 1 Financial Group may maintain positions in the securities or strategies discussed. Be sure to subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. Also, follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are Mach 1 Financial Group on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment, episode 131. Welcome, everybody. After another mixed week for the market, we started out Monday with a slight uptick as traders might be showing some optimism. The New York Federal Reserve released its new report Monday on consumer expectations for inflation. This one showed survey participants see one-year inflation running at 5.2% next year. So why is this important? Before we jump into that, I've got, this is Matt, I've got Eli, Lee here with me today. You guys doing okay? Doing good. Doing all right. Awesome. All right, so we're going to talk about inflation, a couple things, 401k withdrawals, some good topics for today, some key headlines that we've seen in the um, on the news, news channels over the last week or two. But going back to this inflation report, um, so the, the last survey showing people are seeing next year inflation running at 5.2%, the figure's down uh, 0.7% from last month's survey, the lowest level for that reading since August 2021. Um, what do you guys think? Is this positive? Is it good? What, are we kind of trying to get something out of this that's not really there? You know, I think that, I think it's good. I mean, consumers, you know, make up what, two thirds of this nation's economy. I mean, maybe even larger than that. So I think that consumer sentiment, which is also measured monthly, um, it's very important, and we take those numbers, you know, you know, to be real. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, the survey showing that consumers surveyed feel like inflation is on its way down is a good thing. Um, again, like we said last week, I, you know, the consumers has the consumer has held up very well throughout the last you know year or so mm-hmm. as inflation has gone up. So. You know, I take it as a positive read. The markets liked it this morning. Um, the markets um, were flat kind of coming into the day. This report got released. And so um, I think the markets, again, view this in a favorable light that inflation is ultimately coming down, which then, you know, leads to the Fed slowing and then eventually ending mm-hmm. interest rate hikes. And that makes sense from a, a if you look from the top down, Meaning if, if consumers think that inflation is going to be soaring, well, it, then it may make sense to go out and not buy something today and buy it in the future. So if, if they think that inflation is going to be less, well, then that just keeps the economy flowing because people just, well, it doesn't really matter when I purchase something. I can buy it today. I can buy it next year. So that helps for the economy. And that's why that's why most likely the market is, is going up today because they're thinking, well, the economy is going to continue just the way that it has been. The consumer has been strong. I think one of the best, like most recent, a recent example of this, of like how, how, how consumer um, outlook and expectations can kind of be 
come to fruition, right, and kind of create inflation is it's like the toilet toilet paper issue during COVID, right? There was zero toilet paper issue until everybody thought there was a toilet paper issue, and then everyone ran out and bought toilet paper, and then you couldn't buy toilet. You know, it was like this self-fulfilling. There was no issue to really begin with. Everybody thought there was an issue and thought they needed to mm-hmm. do this, and mm-hmm. then it became an issue. And so I think the same is true like Eli was just talking about and how if everybody thinks inflation – is going to skyrocket. They're going to act different, and they're going to act one way versus if they think it's going to stay flat or go down. And so um, I see this as a positive. It's not – this alone is not going to fix anything, but I think it's a good little baby step in the right direction of what may be to come. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I think think that's what the Fed is looking for. I mean, the Fed, there's not going to be this great epiphany that Chairman Powell is going to see or have. I mean, it's going to be a totality of a lot of different reports, a lot of data – and they're beginning to trend in the right direction. Well, I think in consumer habits, I think have changed enough at this point where you would think the Fed would see that, okay, if we didn't increase rates, it's not like everyone's going to rush back out and buy a new home tomorrow and go take out a bunch of new mortgages. Like consumers aren't going to just snap right back to where they were a year ago. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I mean, right. is that a fair, yeah. that's how it feels anyways. And so you would hope the Fed kind of feels that we've truly gotten past that, um, that peak of spending and consumer borrowing and all of that. And so hopefully they can, you know, feel like they can pull off a little bit. I was going to say, I've talked to several clients lately, friends, family, and, you know, and I think the word I hear a little more often now than I did six months ago was cautious. They're still spending, but they are being more cautious, you know, about what they spend, how much they spend. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's having its effect. So yeah, I, I would be interested to see how much or when the survey was taken and how much of that sentiment was caused just by gas prices shifting because gas prices, when Russia and Ukraine started their war, got in the national average, it was about $5. And yeah. now I think the national average is around $3. So I wonder how much of that just played into its sentiment. Because yeah. that's, that's really the easiest way that and eggs are probably the easiest way people can tell if inflation's here or not. Well, you know who's solely to thank for the gas prices coming down, right? Of course we do. Joe Biden. I mean, he said he's the sole reason all of them came down. So, <laughs> um, that's a hard joke, by the way. Um, okay, so 401k withdrawals. Oh, and by the way, Fed is meeting this week on that, so we'll we'll soon know. Um, so predictions, Eli, what do you got? What do you think the Fed does Wednesday? Probably 50 basis points. 50? I, I, I sure hope so. I'm going to call 62 and a half basis points. <laughs> you're you're right meeting in, in the middle, middle of. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I'm in the 50s basis point camp. I, th- I think that, I mean, I think he probably has, I mean, he has a rationale to go 75, but I think that he's got enough backing that 50 basis points will be in December. Yeah, man, I hope you're right. But if 50 is what we need. I mean, the, that's what the market needs. And you were talking about earlier, like the market's probably got that priced in. Yeah. 75. Yeah. I think of if he goes to 75 basis points, he's just going to be dropping that in the next year to two years, most likely. So why raise it so? It's, but it, again, what we've been talking about, it's sentiment. Uh-huh. I think now it, we, we know that at some point they're going to take him back. I think now it is truly more of a, a sentiment. What does it mean if he does 75 versus 50? So anyway. All right, moving on. So 401k withdrawals, we need inflation to come back down, just like we were talking, because it's really taken a toll on a lot of people. Last week, we mentioned household debt had its largest jump in 15 years. Now there's another indicator that more people may be reaching their breaking point. Take a listen. 
First up, a brand new survey could be another indication that inflation is taking a big toll on more and more Americans. According to financial giant Vanguard, which oversees millions of retirement accounts, 401k hardship distributions set a record in October. 0.5% of workers participating in retirement plans, the highest level they've seen since they began measuring in 2004. Vanguard keeps track of 5 million savers, so half of a percent amounts to about 25,000 workers. That same survey showed non-hardship distributions also hit an all-time high, rising to nearly 0.9%. So um, for those of you that may not know what we're talking about or kind of what this is referring to, you know, if you have a 401k, typically that money, you know, it's retirement money. It's locked up, don't really, can't get to it. It's tax deferred. You haven't paid taxes on it and you pay a penalty to get it out. There are exceptions if you meet certain hardship requirements. Um, that you can access that money. It doesn't mean it's tax-free, but you can avoid some of the penalties associated with getting that money out. And so, um, yeah, I don't see this as a positive. Again, I think it's, I think it, it, it is showing that um, some people, a lot of people are being affected, mm -hmm. right? And, and um, have either lost their job or earnings have come down. Maybe they had two or three jobs and now they can only hold one or two, right? And so they've lost, had a loss of income. And so, I don't know how to read into this. Is there anything that you know, this tells you guys? I just read into it, it, it. It's inflation. You know, I don't know about the jobs and so forth. I read into it that there's a lot of people out there that, you know, gas at $4 a gallon, um, eggs tripling in, in price. I mean, you know, you got a family of four, family of five, and they're on a, a lower wage. Then, then yeah, I can see where you know somebody would be forced or feel like they need to tap into some extra money. The four hundred one k is sitting there. We've had a down market. You know their philosophy is well, this money's not growing; it's actually going down. So I'm going to take it out because I need it. I mean, doesn't make it right, but I could see that being um, that. That's a conversation I'm sure many people have had around their their kitchen table across mm -hmm. america and it's hard to it's you know we're such a consumer driven economy right we like to spend money yeah and it feels good it, and every <laughs> and everyone everyone human nature is you know you start making a certain amount of money or you start having a certain standard of living that's like now your new baseline right and it's really mm -hmm. hard to go backwards well you know the federal government was literally sending cash to people's checking accounts last year over the last couple of years and so you know that had an impact sure. on people's standard of livings and what they were willing to spend money on, Behavior. how much they were willing to spend on certain things. And so coming off of that is hard. I mean, it's almost like a drug, right? I mean, it's like a high that you've got to come off of and reset your expectations. And that's not, I don't say that lightly, like that's just difficult. And so some of this, you know, consumer debt ticking up, 401k hardship withdrawals, I think Jobs might have something to do with it. I think inflation absolutely does. And I also think it's just a matter of people got used to spending money on things and spending a certain amount of money. Mm -hmm. And now it's easier to say, hey, I'm going to go tap into my 401k if I can versus making a lifestyle adjustment. Yeah. Well, and people start, got used to specific types of things, or, whereas you probably could go to Walmart and buy something cheaper. Maybe people started shopping at Sprouts or there's, there's different levels of, of things people got used to a higher level of things this doesn't surprise me though because we've talked for this whole year about how lower earners low to middle income that 
they're getting pressed and they're mm-hmm. getting squeezed. So you would you would anticipate that they start looking at where else do I have money to take? Hey, I'm from Ar- what's Sprouts? What the heck is Sprouts? What oh, is Oklahoma people? Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. For the six of you that are listening <laughs> that are from Oklahoma, you it, we're it, speaking it, your it, language. It comes yeah. out every now and then. Is that like a Whole Foods? Yeah, it's like a Whole Foods. Uh, what what do you guys have? Natural Grocer or we have Whole Foods. We have Whole Foods and Fresh Market. Yeah. Okay. Th- those. Similar. Okay. I'll have to check. The, it out. the places that when you go in, it smells better than Walmart. They have those smells pumping through. That means it costs three times yeah, as much. It's a little bougie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So last last headline for today: A Maryland man is the state's newest lottery millionaire because he couldn't remember which ticket to buy. The unnamed resident says he's only played the lottery on occasion, but heard of all the hoopla about the two billion dollar Powerball jackpot back in October, and decided to buy a ticket on his way home. So he stopped at a Seven Eleven, but couldn't remember whether it was the Powerball or Mega Millions offering. Um, the record jackpot. So he bought a ticket for both. Turns out his Mega Millions ticket was a winner for $1 million. So Lucky him. Yeah. Yeah, inflation's not going to be as impactful for that guy. But any other – does this make you want to run out and buy a lottery ticket? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me want to go out and buy two. One for, one Mega, for Mega Millions <laughs> and one for Powerball. Yeah, I don't think um, – I think the odds are still not in your favor. But, I would agree. You know, everybody gets – every once in a while somebody gets lucky. That's so, right. Guys, any parting thoughts or words of wisdom before we jump off for this week? You know, um, if you haven't already done so, there's, I think, what, uh, 12 shopping days left until Christmas. Um, I know I've still got a little bit to do, um, but it's exciting. Weather's, yeah. weather's turning colder. Snow's in the forecast off and on over the next few days or over the next week or two. So um, it's going to be feeling a little bit more like Christmas around It's here. an exciting time of the year, you know, fun time of the year. We had our jingle jam at church last night. Um, you know, we'll be having Christmas Eve services coming up. That's always fun at church. Uh, but it's a big week in the markets this week, you know, with the Fed decision. And, you know, when, when was the November decision? The no- November meeting was like early November, right? It was like November 3rd or yeah. 10th or something. So we've been – everybody's kind of been anxiously waiting this December meeting for a while. It feels like it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 glad it's finally here and um, it'll be a big week kind of see how the market yeah. reacts. Well, one thing on a more fun note, going to Mary Grace and I went to the Crystal Bridges nighttime exhibit where you you walk around and they have different exhibits and one of them you put your hand underneath this tube like structure and all of the Christmas lights flash to your heartbeat. It was it was crazy it, and they like had the sounds of the forest or something yeah like that. sounds of the forest it's pretty cool but i i wouldn't if you're going to go on friday night or saturday night i wouldn't because you you need to go when people are not there so you can enjoy it it was fun though got it yeah. sounds good all right well as always we we appreciate you guys listening we want to end with a thought of the day this is from douglas MacArthur. the best luck of all is the luck you make for yourself we appreciate you guys listening and we look forward to you joining us next time on the mock one market moment Mach 1 Financial Group, LLC, Mach 1, is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The information presented is the sole opinion of the speaker and is not meant to be investment 
investment advice. Mach 1 does not provide tax or legal advice. You should speak to your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. For full disclosures, please visit mach1financial.com disclosures.